Welcome back to another episode of Let Me Tell You. I'm your host, Walker Brooks. Sadly, I regret to inform you that men's basketball season has come to an end Tuesday night against an SEC foe, the Texas A&M Aggies, 72-56. In the final four of the NIT tournament. Now, you might be asking yourself, Walker, you made fun of the SEC of the NIT tournament for weeks on the show and every day in your daily life if you know me on campus. So why are you sad this ended? Well, I, I still think the NIT is a joke, and they're the ugly stepchild of the March Madness postseason tournament bracket. But once you're in, you gotta go and win it. And and try and try they did. The Cougs went on a Cinderella-esque run as the four seed, knocking off the one seed SMU Broncos and the number two BYU. Cougars falling in the final four to Texas A&M, or as I lovingly refer to them as, Tamu. The Cougs just couldn't keep up with Texas A&M. Now, in the beginning of this game, defense was the story, which makes sense because both teams are in the top 32 of Ken Palm's defensive rankings. They held Texas A&M to seven points, but that's when things started to unravel. Cougs took a 12-10 lead, then Aggies realized, oh wait, their paint is completely unguarded. There's an opening in the paint. We can body them in the paint. They won in a 22-9 run. 26 of their 32 points they scored in the first half came in the paint. That trend continued as the Aggies outscored the Cougars by their points in the paint alone. 58 points in the paint to 56 total points for the Cougars. Despite Muhammad Gay and F.A. Abogadi clearly being our best players for that night, Texas A&M destroyed, destroyed us in the paint. That was our biggest issue. Now, they also did their homework by holding senior guard Mike Flowers to five points, who was coming off of a record-setting night against BYU. He broke Clay Thompson's single-season record for most three-pointers in a single season and put up 27 points. Now, I know this season didn't pan out exactly how most Cougs fans envisioned it. Visions of grandeur going to the NCAA tournament, I thought that at first. That was really unfair to this team. They weren't quite there. They weren't ready. There's a lot of hype, my fault included. Kyle Smith brought up that the team is maturing, and I think it's accurate. We have... We are now testing the postseason, not the big postseason tournament, but we can win games that are single elimination, that what you win and go home. 22 total wins are the most since 2011. Playing in Madison Square Garden has never happened to a Coug team before. The future is is bright. I mean, this is, I'm going to be positive. We got some good players left on this team, and depending on the transfer market plays out, Gerard Lucas from OSU is in there. Who knows? Point guard we need, then maybe some high school class when it finally emerges. There's something Dylan Darling, of Darlington, a massive point guard from locally in the Spokane area, I believe, put up games with 50 points and 57 points, an absurd record, broke the Washington State scoring record, averages eight assists. We got some big guys coming in. Future's bright, potentially NCAA. I'm not going to buy into the hype until we start playing to some games. But I would be remiss, and it would be unfair if I didn't mention that the cryptic Deshaun Jackson post last night on Instagram, he said, this post has now been deleted on his story. 21 out. Obviously relating to his number. Thank you, Cougs. I'll never experience this. I'll never forget this experience. Which has led, understandably, a lot of Coug fans to speculate that the center is going to enter the transfer portal, which would be a massive blow losing our one true center, who's been excellent off the bench, averaging 7 points, 4 rebounds, just a very good off-the-bench center. And we saw what happens when our rotation shrinks from from three centers to one when it's just F.A. and Deshaun or just F.A. and Mo. I mean, we saw the impact of not having Mo when he was out with a foot injury during the Pac-12 tournament. Now, he has not officially entered as of this recording, 
but we will see. I will release a podcast if he enters the transfer portal, because that is detrimental to the Cougs. Also, Jefferson Koulibaly, guard from Canada, had to sit out all of last year with an injury. Great scoring potential from Canada. Played some decent minutes in the beginning of the year, kind of tailed off, wasn't really a part of the team during the last half of the season. So that's a blow. He's in the transfer portal officially as of two days ago. So yes, we have some we have some scholarship spots potentially opening up to get a big recruit in the transfer portal. Who knows? A couple Iowa players have left Iowa, which they're a great basketball school. Maybe pick up some of them. Who knows? A lot of different avenues this team can take. But I want to wrap up this show by just simply acknowledging Mike Flowers, one of the better Coug seasons of all time. Fantastic player. Besides the record, he's just phenomenal. Led the Cougs to heights not seen since Clay Thompson. Matt DeWolf, and of course, Will Burkhart, the three, the all-time leader in three-point percentage for the Cougs. So thank you. Go Cougs. And we'll be back for baseball this weekend. Listen, I love Walker, but he looked like he was 18 or 19. He looked like a young guy. Ben, you should have done this guy right. What, I get him a stripper? What do you want no, me to do here? Buy him I mean, a drink. I, mean, I get him a prostitute? What do you, 